Welcome to Beyond Death, where we examine near-death experiences from people who say they have died, visited the other side, and came back. Before we get into today's NDE, I want to give a quick shout-out to NDT and JJ Garrett for supporting the channel via Super Thanks. Today's NDE comes from Steve H., who not only describes seeing angels and Jesus, but really analyzes his experience at the end. While it is different than many experiences this channel posts, I think you may find it interesting overall. Let's get into it. I feel that it is important to give a little background information. When I was 21 years old, I was in a state of despair. Having trouble in college, poor relationships, and a depression that would never stop since my childhood. I had physically and emotionally suffered a lot in my life and did not see much value in living. I wanted to die, but did not like the idea of suicide. I decided to force God to make a decision, so I tested him. By the way, I highly recommend not do this. One night, after drinking 20 or so beers, I decided to drive on a curvy, hilly Kentucky country road while not letting up on the accelerator. I was not wearing a seatbelt at the time. I hit 50, 60, 70, 80 miles per hour and approached a curve with a grade leaning away from the direction of travel. I lost control of my old four-wheel drive Toyota pickup truck. The truck rolled many times. God made sure that I did not hit my head. Time slowed down and my foot or leg got hung in the steering wheel which prevented me from being completely ejected from the vehicle. But my body was hanging out of the broken windshield. As the truck rolled again, it rolled over me. My bones crushed in slow motion, and I felt all of the pain. After the truck stopped, I lay in the grass writhing in pain. After about 45 minutes, the media and the ambulance arrived. Thank God, I finally went unconscious. That was the only time of relief. The media continually played the image of me writhing in pain and all the beer cans. My blood alcohol count was 0.24. My father was a somewhat influential man, and this unwanted publicity embarrassed him greatly. He and my mother were the only ones who could care for me in my broken state. My pelvis was broken in 18 places, and I physically could not move. This was a good thing, because after the three weeks stay in the hospital, I was moved back to my parents' home with a hospital bed, and I knew where the guns were. Believe me, if I could have moved, I would have been dead. So I laid in traction and watched the leaves grow on the trees in spring, fall off in winter and the first snowflakes fall before I could move again. I learned all about bed sores and the embarrassment of having your mother wipe your seat every day. I did not have a TV and all of the electronic devices to entertain me since they did not exist at the time. All I could do was look out the window and think. I could not cope with my despair for the first few months, but then the Spirit of God came upon me and asked, Are you done yet? This was the initial transformation of my life. I was born again. This was in the fall-slash-winter of 1992. My experience. In the spring of the following year, during the night of April 18, 1993, I was sleeping when my life-changing experience occurred. You would think that the car accident was sufficient, but this event led me on a lifetime quest for answers. While sleeping, 
I had a dream or so I thought at the time. I was walking on a rocky dirt road along a river with a fishing pole. The river was muddy and running high with lots of debris floating with the current. This was particularly offensive to me, as this type of water impedes the vision of the fish and spreads them thin. I had worked for several years as a commercial mussel man catching freshwater mussels for their shells and pearls on the larger rivers in Kentucky to pay for college. Not only did I fish on these rivers, but I made a living working and living on the water, so I was very familiar with these river conditions. As I walked along the river, I noticed a very large spring flowing into the river that extended about a quarter of a mile. It is very typical that the springs flow clear as their source comes from underground and the surface flow is muddy. I thought to myself that this might be a good place to fish today. I walked toward the mouth of the spring and upstream to its source. The spring was coming from a large rock or rock embankment. The water was magnificent and crystal clear with a very large, deep pool at its source. I squatted down to just stay a minute or so to marvel at this spring. In this particular area, the water was like glass and very calm. Then a small fish jumped out of the water. As the fish fell back into the water, it created perfect, concentric circles rippling from the point of impact to the bank of the river. I decided that I wanted to fish in this spring area, but I don't like to trespass on other people's property. So I decided to find the owner and ask permission. I proceeded out of the spring area, and a balding man with a ring of hair around his head was approaching me next to a large tree. His gleaming eyes almost looked as if he knew me, but I did not recognize him. I asked him if I could fish in the spring, and he said it would cost me $6. I laughed and pulled out my wallet and noticed that I only had $5. I gave him the $5 and was going to ask if that would be enough. Then two large, white-winged angels grabbed me from behind on each arm and threw me to the ground. I refused to be handled like that, so I decided to wrestle with them. I was being held down with my stomach on the ground, but could move my head to see what was going on. I noticed there was something going on in the crystal blue sky. There was a vortex or two-dimensional swirl that was rotating in a clockwise direction that opened up to reveal a three-dimensional space in another realm. There was an intense light that was blinding at first. As my eyes adjusted, I could start to understand what was going on. The light was so intense and distracting that I stopped struggling because I was so afraid and didn't know what was happening. As this space opened up, it was like an inverted cone or funnel with the large end closest to me. I did not go to the space. Rather, this space came towards me and consumed my surroundings. The cone was made up with a multitude of angels. There were thousands or maybe millions of them. I could only see their upper torso area and heads, but I did not focus on them as there was something even more important going on. The angels were singing this unbelievable music in a tone or octave that isn't possible with human voices. The unearthly music sounded very familiar since I recognized it. The music was like a chorus singing praises to the Lord God, in English, the Lamb of God at the small area that would let fluids pass in a normal funnel, which is the apex of the cone, I saw the source of this intense, unbelievable light. There was a man at the end of the funnel 
who was standing there acting as a type of gatekeeper. This man approached me, or I was approaching the apex of the funnel, and this intense light was originating from behind him. The light passed around his shoulders and under his arms as he had his arms held outward toward me. This light was also coming from his eyes. The sight was absolutely incredible. I now know who it was, as the angels were singing about him. It was Jesus Christ. Discussion. I wrote this down after it happened 26 years ago, so I could remember it happened. I do recall getting the order of events mixed up while writing, but did not want to rewrite it a second time. I did not write the details as I did above, because I had no idea of its significance and basically had very little understanding about religion or religious figures. Prior to my accident, all I cared about was girls and beer. I did not know at the time that the Lamb of God was Jesus Christ. I certainly had no idea of the meaning or significance of what just happened. It turns out that it didn't really matter if I wrote it down or not because it was etched into my brain and I continued to relive the experience on a regular basis. It has taken me decades to put this all together and I am not sure if I completely understand everything. For instance, I still don't understand about the whirlpool. Jesus and the angels would be expected, but the most outstanding aspect of this experience was the light. It was overwhelming, but what exactly was it? How could I have heard music before that is not even humanly possible to create? These two questions really motivated me into learning about spirituality. I really don't like that term, as the spirit and the flesh are tied together in this world because one influences the other and vice versa. This may be disturbing to some, but it has taken many years of study and a number of experiences in both the good and evil realms. These experiences continue to happen to me. I never had these experiences prior because of what I believe was my health condition. I am a scientist and mathematician, and none of this fits into my reality, but I am forced to acknowledge these events as they have affected me and my family in a number of physical ways. I must say, there was a form of duality within this experience, as I was represented in separate locations and possibly different times, and so was Jesus Christ like two or three different aspects of our nature, and of course, my sinful nature was included. This is what I now believe about my experience. 1. The muddy river was my life, filled with sin. 2. The water flowing from the rock was the living waters of the Word, Bible. 3. The rock was Jesus Christ. 4. The large tree was the tree of life, eternal. Genesis 1.22 5. The bald man was Satan telling me that I had to buy or earn my salvation, to eat from the tree of life and drink the waters. I will never have enough money and neither will you. He knew and was familiar with me as I was caught in the flesh, that tempting and alluring glimmer in his eyes, but I did not recognize him. 6. The man in the light was Jesus Christ. He was the gatekeeper. No one can access God except through him. 7. The light is God. 8. The fish was me. Ripples were the effect I have on people by loving them. Love is very important, and I will write a little about this later. Notes from Beyond Death 
I have left a link to Steve's NDE in the description. He did include a brief question and answer portion immediately following it for anyone interested in learning more. Let me know in the comments below what you think about Steve's dream. Was it a near-death experience or just a dream state? Until next time, stay blessed.